It's McConaughey, this bitch. Uh, yeah, kay. I was recording that. It's December 13th, 2012, and welcome to episode number two. Number two, Ryan. We made it. I know, of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast. Yay. Yay for (laughs) unimportant milestones, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me is our resident Canadian expert, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, because I'm the only Canadian you could convince to come onto this very American show. Hey, I was beating him off with a stick or with a beaver. Anywho. What? That's, either way, that sounds dirty. Um, I know, I can't. But like, There's no right way of saying that. I need to know, what were my, what were my glowing qualifications that ch- made you choose me over other Canadians? Uh, <laughs> the accent is less than noticeable. Oh, yeah. That's, that's one. Uh, you are available. <laughs> Aw. You are um, alive. You, you had dead people or people that were once alive volunteer to come on the show? Do you know how many downloads we'd get if I said that I'm interviewing Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Do Lincoln isn't know? Canadian. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's Canadian. Oh, actually, that'd be weird if he were. I'm not saying he's Canadian. I'm just saying dead people. I thought you guys had a problem with people outside your country. We do. Running your country. Absolutely. From what Absolutely. I understand, something to do with a birth certificate. <laughs> Let's not get into that because Freaking that's a Kenyans. Whole, that's, oh, that's a whole other sub- subject. <laughs> Kenyans, man. They're not Americans. They can't be trusted. Well, you know that the you know that one of the reasons they ask are even looking at that is because there's a uh, I don't know if you it's probably a law, but it's a, or at least a rule that a pres- sitting president has to be born in this country. Yeah, but wasn't that written in like the early 1800s? Yes. Like you guys kind of need to get with the times. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does Canada not have that rule? Okay, I don't know if... I Okay, off the top of my head, I would think <laughs> that as long as you're a Canadian citizen, you can be the Prime Minister. I don't know if you have to be Canadian-born. A little homework for myself. I'll just write that down. All right. Um, I'll look into that. That's a good question. That is a good question. I would like to know if I can one day be the Canadian Prime Minister. Yeah, you don't really get to do much. Even better. <laughs> That's fantastic. You get paid in Canadian dollars, too, so there's that. Uh, uh, Well, who knows? Our money's kind of on fire right now. Anywho. (laughs) Speaking of which. Speaking of which, today's topic is the fiscal cliff. I thought they, I swear to God, I thought they were making this up. I did not know. Like, they were, the, the term has been used quite often in American news media recently. And I thought that it was a term that people were just... The news was making it up. I thought they were like, they were like, yeah, we'll call it the fiscal cliff because it sounds scary. We could fall off at any moment. It's a cliff. 
of which there is no scaling return. Is there jagged rocks on the way down? Absolutely. Mm. And when you hit the ground, there's like socialists down there. Fucking socialists. Are we like I know. Swearing? I did it again. <laughs> Canadians. I I, dude, potty mouth. I think we're all right with the explicit tag. Did we agree upon this? That we already got our one F word, right. so we can't do it again. That we can still be clean. Is that how it works? No, no. Um, uh, <laughs> just don't. If you mark it as clean, then we'll get flagged as explicit. But if you don't do anything with it, we should be fine. Okay. All right. So it's like PG thirteen. Yeah. Good thing it's not a video podcast, or we get our one boob, and that's it. One. What in the hell are you talking about, Canadian? PG thirteen, man. You get one, one boob. One boob. You don't even get a pair. Well, I mean, it all depends on whose boobs. <laughs> if it's a man boob, then you only get one. You are making up rules, sir. I uh, don't appreciate that. I'm pretty don't... sure I'm the chairman of the MPAA. You don't get... Okay, you clearly don't know how real boobs work. <laughs> what, they have to come as a pair? Yeah. Have, you, have well, you ever seen Total Recall? I have. Point made. I don't think so. That's not a point. That's a, you know what, we're off topic. Yeah. Anywho, the fiscal cliff. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. So, okay, explain this American, like, why do you guys have to sensationalize everything? Sens- <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? Sensationalize. Sensationalize everything. Can't, can't you just say, like, deficit problem, we need to sort this money thing issue out? Nah, fiscal cliff is easier. I absolutely could, but we don't like terms like that. We like things that may, that sound uh, dramatic. That's um. kind of that's kind of how we roll. Uh, so the fiscal cliff, the cliff that everyone seems to be referring to, is essentially the end of 2012. That's the quote unquote problem. So it's the end of the world. Yes, exactly, or the end of the United States, which to us is the end of the world. Vain people. <laughs> so this is this is the problem. Well, right the idea is is that we have accrued as a nation so much debt that if we don't do something rather quickly, then 2013 is going to lead us into a pretty large recession. That's one right. part of the problem. So, it, sorry to interrupt, but like a recession. We ha- you guys had one of those. We all kind of had. I think like I remember. The term recession being thrown around not too long ago. Uh, Do you know what a recession is? Tell me you know what a recession I is. I know what a recession is. Okay. It's not quite as bad as the Great Depression, but it's up uh, there. It wasn't the Great okay. Depression a recession? There is a recession mm-hmm. and there is a depression. Those are two different things. I think you could easily argue that the they're about time of maybe 2004, right, right around that time frame. Yeah, maybe actually, probably more towards like 2007. But anyway, that you could argue was a depression. You know, there I'm sure there are specific terminologies for this thing. But you know, recession is bad. Depression is worse. So people, recession is when people just aren't spending. They're earning money, but they're not spending it. Right? I suppose that's one way of looking at it. People are not spending as much money, and therefore the economy slows down. Oh, okay. Well, then I didn't know what a recession was. Okay. Yes, a recession. <laughs> I can't believe I'm having to explain a recession to a Canadian. Is this how out of touch you are? Uh, okay, like, okay, 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 okay. Uh, a Canadian, I, like we had 
there was a recession at some point in, in the last 10 years, I believe, but I don't think it really affected me as much as it would have affected. I'm sure it affected a lot of people very negatively, but and I'm not saying my parents lived on a hilltop in a mansion <laughs> and owned beaver pets. They should have done all of those and things. Everything was made of beavers, even the monocles. Um, yeah, that <laughs> These doesn't... are our beaver monocles. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, no, uh, I'm not completely familiar with a recession. There but... is no, there is no, I don't think, there is no hard and fast terminal, ter, uh, like, there's no way you could accurately measure how much something is in a recession or a depression. Yeah. It's some. It's it more just, of a look it's, back, it's right? It's a macroeconomic term. Sure. It means that you have a lack of employment, you don't have as much spending, you have low household income, that kind of thing. Right. No, that makes sense. Um, and, and you guys are worried there'll be another one of those uh, very soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. And a, probably a particularly bad one. Oh, that is man. that is the that's the fear there. And, OK. And, and so sorry, continue, because you're the answer is probably in the f- further. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So we OK. And you have to know a little bit of history here, and mm-hmm. I'm and this. You know, this is for everybody's edification. This is for your education. So maybe you'll learn something. I hope not, but it's possible. If I'm here, probably not. Okay. <laughs> uh, among the among the things that is quote unquote on the table for how to change our current financial direction in the United States is, among other things what is commonly referred to as the Bush tax cuts. Man, Bush. That guy again? That guy again, yes. Mission accomplished, people. This is Bush the Revenge. This is Junior, right? Yes, this is Bush Junior. Was Senior Uh, any better? Sorry, off topic again. (laughs) Uh, People had a hell of a lot less of a problem with Bush Senior, yes. Okay, just curious for my own notes. And just so everybody is aware... uh, Bush Sr. had pretty much had the same opportunity to, quote-unquote, invade Iraq um, that Bush Jr. had. The only difference was Bush Sr. didn't take it. Huh. Yeah, it just just an, as, as an aside. Anywho, so the Tascas for were for everybody, right? Pretty much across the board. Everybody got a tax cut, including, you know, just think everybody in the United States, right? Hmm. And... What happens when they expire is – and that was a temporary measure, right? There was no point at which anybody thought this was permanent. And this is just like a make people happy tax cut, boost it the was, economy. It boosts the economy right. tax cut. Makes yes. sense. I'm following yes. you. I'm following you. Okay. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so one of the things that is, again, on the table for discussion – is whether well not so much whether they should expire or not but more who should receive the benefit when they get renewed <laughs> so it is among the uh more conservative republican ideology to think that everybody should be receiving the same tax cut they should receive the exact same they should receive the exact same uh, benefit as they always have. Mm-hmm. Some even think that 
you should actually increase taxes even more than the tax cut would uh, expire to to the quote unquote middle class. Right. That's that's the theory. Um, among more democratic circles, this idea they would they want to extend the Bush tax cuts with the exception of the top essentially two percent of people. So this which, is that Occupy uh, Park Street Wall Street thing, right? That the one percent Wall Street, yes. <laughs> that the walls. It, it, it was not specifically about this issue, but it was a protest against but, but just general dr- the general inequality yeah. of how much money the top two percent or one percent. I think they used one percent. How much money they have? I mean, because it is quite a bit. Like there, it is quite a bit. So like I mean, the, the the difference between those people and everybody else is rather stark and kind of scary. Yeah, and I mean I'll never be as rich as the one percent, so I can't really say with the utmost confidence that I would have no issue paying these extra taxes. So more no. unfortunate people could you know buy food and pay their rent uh, that with is this true. tax cut. So I can't really say that, but I do see. And I mean, I understand like in America, when you piss off the rich, bad things happen to your career. Um, (laughs) But but that being said, President Obama only had he has four years. And after that, he's done. So unless he, you know, doesn't really if he sorry, if he pisses off the rich people, would the rich people be upset with the party? I guess it would be bad for the party, the Democrat. Uh, party. I I don't know how they're already upset. So President Obama should just make those rich people bend over. Yes. In a sense. I mean, we're not talking about – you have to understand one thing here. Um, This is not – that's how it's being phrased. Sure. My my interpretation of it is the – we right as of this moment, the people who are made in the quote-unquote middle class are in actuality paying more of a percentage than the super-duper rich. Right. Like more, I saw an interview with Warren Buffett recently, and he pays like I think he said like fifteen percent in taxes, whereas someone like me pays like thirty five percent. What? Warren yeah. Buffett is is a, a singer, right? <laughs> no, I believe you are thinking of Jimmy Buffett, sir. Are they Warren brothers? Buffett. <laughs> uh, Warren Buffett. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm being totally. I am being serious here. I did not realize that Warren Buffett was not the what country singer. Warren Buffett. No. (laughs) Okay, Warren Buffett. He is 82 years old. He is one of the richest men in the world. Oh, what does he own? I guess I should ask. Everything. Really? So he's like NBC or something. Kind of. Yeah. He has like. Shoot, I think his net worth is around in forty somewhat billion. Oh man! Okay, so he pays fifteen percent. I mean, he's paying a buttload like of money. That. But it, what you're saying the, is the amount. Yes, absolutely. He, he is paying the, like you know, yeah, forty billion. You can imagine what you know. Yeah, he's probably paying a good amount of money. As so, when you compare the final numbers with your taxes to his taxes, sure. He's paying a lot more, but you're paying a higher percentage. Therefore, you're losing yeah. more money. Yes. So yes, that's exactly right. It should and be he, flipped. 
just to let you know, I, I let me clarify here. Um, he said that he paid 19% of his income in 2006, what, which was $48 million. But his employees pay 33% of theirs. And he, I, I like how pragma, pragmatic he sounds because he, sound, he essentially says that's ridiculous. Like, why, how is this even right for anybody? Wait, wait, wait. So is he on, is he on his, his side or is he on his employee's side? He's on his employee's side. Oh, just that's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I know. You're like, you're like, I'm waiting for this I'm guy just, to say that he's paying too much. Yeah, no. I, I always just assume rich people are evil, right? And I, and I, Most of them are. Okay. He's so, one of the few just kind of like – he's very common sense. Good. At I least mean, that's what it sounds like. We would have a much saner and happier world if everybody just kind of got along. You know, and to see somebody who owns a good chunk of the world say something <laughs> practical and uh, something I can agree with is pretty surprising. So, you know, good on you, Jimmy Buffett. Good on you. It's not Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett is the singer. I'm oh, sorry. Are you being serious? Yeah, Warren. Tell. Warren Buffett. Warren, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. I'm going to have to look him up. Um, okay. Father of Jimmy Buffett. No. No, no relation. No, oh, <laughs> they are not related at all. I'll stop bringing up Jimmy Buffett. Although you should that, do that. Okay, <laughs> but no, that's 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 good. I'm really glad to hear that. So, um, and and his money will help shape sort of <clears throat> politics, right? Be using that money to back the right guy, and evidently President Obama uh, is the right guy. Uh, you could make that argument. Absolutely. I'm not saying that money buys everything in the states. But I, I get the feeling uh, that yeah, it's close. Okay, I'm just getting the feeling <laughs> that money helps out a campaign. Um, yes. Because would we be having a different conversation if uh, Mitney got in? Like good old oh, Mitt yeah. Romney. Oh yeah, he would be. I mean, not that it's entirely up to the president. It's not. No. Like we have a Congress and we have a Senate for a reason. Like you, you just can't. When you're the president, you just can't pass whatever you darn right. Oh, well, I mean, the singing newspaper sort of. Explain the whole thing. I watched that before we recorded but our first episode. That does mean that the White House would be on the side of the Republicans and, you know, whatever weight that entails would be in that corner. Okay. Oh, man, this is so confusing. Um, <laughs> it's funny when we talked about topics. I said, you know, maybe we, maybe we should do the funny stuff first and then maybe do like – budget cuts later because that's this is actually pretty good this is a good conversation though um i and again like i'm learning here so so what is did we go over like the estimated debt that the u.s is currently in no okay that's kind of scary though it is a big number you skipped over it i did (laughs) uh the united states is currently 11 and a half trillion that's trillion with with a t dollars in debt oh man so so who do you owe that to? China. Oh. Like, like, I mean, that's that's half a joke, but it's really not. Like, we owe it to various financial, you know, or I, I, I suppose you could call them financial institutions, but they're not really institutions when they're, you know, entire countries. <laughs> so, I mean, that's interesting. So $11.575 trillion in debt, a country. Yes considered one of the greatest countries on the planet earth currently uh owes that amount of money that seems 
how do you get out of that hole? It's sort of like cre- it's like actual credit card debt. By the way, I was wrong. Oh, you were wrong. What was it? Um, at least according to the debt clock, uh, it's now up to um, sixteen point three trillion. What is even fucking higher? Yes, well, that that was warranted. <laughs> Holy crap! Sixteen trillion. Um, sixteen trillion. So how do you get out of? The, can you get out of that hole? You can. Oh. It just would take. It takes a lot of work. And you have to – it really comes down to how you spend your money. That's really all there is to it. So, OK. What's your net – what's the profit the country is pulling in, I guess? So, OK. What, all right. Now you're going to get into – not to bore everybody to tears. Uh, now you're going to get into what's called the gross domestic product, mm. which is essentially how much money we as a country actually produce. Now, that's not to say that all the money goes directly to the government. Obviously, it doesn't. But right. it's a good gauge on how much you know money we have as a country. And that is currently at $15.5 trillion. Oh. Well, you guys so, are good. Yeah. <laughs> Some people feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you just need to stop fighting wars. We need to stop spending any money at uh, all, ever, right. for anything. <laughs> Well, yeah. Like, which includes any any service. So do you know, like, expenditures versus money you're bringing in? Like, no. I mean, we could get into all that. We spend I – I, last I, time I checked, we spend a oh, – oh, geez. My own political leanings are going to show a bit here. But you know what? Fuck it. That's all right. Um. We spend a very, very large chunk of money on defense. And to me, that's a bit ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I think a lot, of this could be, a lot of this could be mitigated just by defense cuts. And there are some who agree with me. There are others who vehemently disagree with that statement. Mm. Like just because, you know, if, if we stop defense spending, then the terrorists are going to come in and uh, the al-Qaeda is there going to shoot us in the face. Yeah. Uh, and I mean that's a real serious conversation. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> like to yeah, we won't get into that. But uh, you know, I can see your point, and I agree. I mean, look, like Canada, in all seriousness, is doing really well with the military we have, and we don't spend nearly. I mean, there is a point of contention now, uh, in the sense that Stephen Harper is buying a bunch of your old jets. Remind us of who Harper is. Is he? Sorry, your- uh, the prime minister. I kind of assumed like if I'm going to know your your fucking president, you should know my prime minister. Like let's <laughs> let's let's exchange that little bit of information. Hi, my name is Ryan Murphy. Uh, okay. All right. Now uh, you know what I mean. Like uh, Stephen Harper, I think he's purchasing. Like it's it's this. I guess it's secondhand planes or something. Yeah, and, and I don't I've really seen know. a lot of that. I've seen I've seen plenty of that, you know. I'm not to be honest. I'm not really sure what he's using them for, but I think there's like a fleet <laughs> of 34. We have 34 planes in Canada. <laughs> Again, like They're I'm not be fantastic. I'm not a military uh, strategist, and I don't want to joke about the military because there's a lot of people who feel very strongly about the military. Um, military? Did uh, you just say that? What? About the military? I did not say that. You did. You're putting words in me mouth. Rewind the tape, sir. I can't. This is live oh, to hard. All right. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, though, uh, you know, spending a little less on, on military, I can see that. And and yeah, like that's interesting. I, well, in, you know, 
we have a lot of overhead. Like it, it, the big, the big stuff is the war. I mean, that's a huge, huge debt. I mean, that we are accruing daily. Uh, that's one big issue. Another big issue is uh, not welfare, but more like Medicare. Uh, but we're not going to get into all that. The no, point we don't nitty gritty. Um, the point is, yeah. Well, so what's um, happening? The, uh, the idea is is that among other things, uh, Obama wants to um, basically have tax cuts for everybody except any household that makes over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, or any individual making over two hundred thousand dollars per year. Mm. So that's that's the idea, and a common argument against this is that these people are generally the job creators. That is not always the case. But they are the job creators. So if you tax them more, they will create less jobs. They will create less jobs. And they will not and then nobody can take your job because you don't have a job. Hmm. It's just a vicious circle, eh? I mean <laughs> uh you could argue that. But anyway, this this is the crisis that we are facing, and over the next couple of weeks, uh, we're going to find out what freaking happens. Yeah, because you guys don't treating, have a decision. No, they're are, oh my god, they are arguing about it to tears. It's ridiculous, and most people. The funny part about it is that most people they don't give a crap. They do not care about all of this stuff. They just want people to work together, and they absolutely don't want to. Like neither side is really willing to make any serious compromises, huh. which I just oh, it's so annoying. So, so, but the interesting part about this is that within this show's lifespan, aka the next couple of weeks, not saying we're only going to last a couple months. That's but, it. We're <laughs> out after that. I'm just saying that like this is a conversation we can follow up on when this decision is actually oh, yeah. made. Because when is this decision like absolutely have to be made? End of the year. December yeah, 31st. Year, because if it does – well, if no decision is made, then the tax cuts expire by default but according to the you know law. Right. And everybody starts getting taxed more. And so, yeah, they are freaking desperately trying to come up with so, a way to make everybody happy, which won't – I mean it won't happen. Right. Th- this will not – like somebody is going to end up in a real raw deal here. I, I – so they're not yeah. going to let them expire. I, I really, really doubt it. But okay. given – see, that's the thing. That's what's kind of interesting about this whole situation is that throughout all of this vitriol, they might hate each other enough to where nothing will happen, <laughs> which is totally I, – I, I actually think that's possible. So, so it, 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 is, it is possible that this will you – know, they really will expire. And our, you know, everybody's taxes go up. But that being said, if everybody's taxes go up, it does help the deficit. But then again, it doesn't – like it still punishes every American, rich or poor. Not Absolutely. punish, but affect, well, I guess. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, you're right to say punish. I mean it, it's kind of like – it's kind of like us paying the price for what uh, some stupid politician decided, you know? Ah, story of my life, my friend. Story of my life. <laughs> um, yeah, this really puts things into perspective because us Canadians are doing fantastic. Okay, now to this you guys. gets me. This gets me real quick to what it is that I wanted to ask, and that is ask away. Do you? Okay, does Canada have any debt? Like what? 
<laughs> what goes on there? Do you care at all about what like about what's happening? Like, okay, you did not know what a fiscal cliff was. I didn't. Were- I don't. I think that. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of news. I get <laughs> okay. most of the stuff from the Twitter, um, the tweeter, and uh, yeah, I didn't understand what the fiscal cliff was, but I, I understand. You know, it's just a. It's a term like. We, it's an economic term, yes. We went through something very similar last March with oh. our uh, 2012 budget. So that's – all right. Good this to is, know. This is very hitting close to home in the sense that um, – well, I'll start off with a number here. Our our debt as a country is estimated at $551.4 billion. <laughs> so a, a very small Jump change, amount. my friend. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean that if being we said, had that, if we had that debt, we would be sitting, not to borrow some old people phrase, but sitting high on the hog. Or we would be just like we'd be like, sweet, we may not as have any debt at all. We're gonna freaking make another war. Let's do that. Yeah, but then you look at the numbers, and I mean, total revenue just based on the 2012 budget, we bring in 255 billion, and then our expenditures are 276 billion so we have a deficit each this year of 21.1 billion whereas our debt is is still high and and we're not we're the whole idea behind the 2012 budget was a six-year plan to hit a zero dollar deficit um which involves slashes to uh, uh multiple mostly uh i don't know if there's any tax hikes i mean some credits got hit but like most of it is um like old age security, uh, the uh, and then federal departments. So like CBC got hit real hard. Uh, a bunch of public service jobs. Um, so nothing. So no direct hit to the people, but they they may notice a, a change in service, if that makes any sense. Like what kind of service? Like your free health care, like that? Not necessarily health care but more like <laughs> think like um like service centers like uh you know canadian military forces cbc is like a an, a, a canadian uh government run television station um oh no you're not gonna get public access <laughs> no 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 well cbc is is a little better than like pbs but um CBC is like probably is, is funded by the government, yeah. all right. But it's not like because it's funded by the government, every other commercial is uh, Stephen Harper. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we we went through this, and I mean, it when you compare it to the states, I'm sure we could like ask nicely and and wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't have a debt anymore, right? <laughs> um, but this is something we're going through right now, and it'll be interesting to see because each year. Obviously, each year uh, there is a new budget uh, presented. Last year's was the end of March, so maybe this is something again we'll revisit um, if it's if it's interesting to talk about. Like, really, like <laughs> the only reason we're bringing this up is because of this fiscal cliff thing. And and I mean, Canada has has its issues on a small scale in comparison to the states, but um, I don't know about tax cuts. Like, I guess I don't know taxes man they're high but i don't think they're like we have we have some sort of like you know crescent tax credit 
that right. that is going to expire. Like that just seems so weird to I me. I don't know what you just said, but hey, that's cool. What <laughs> what what percentage? You don't remember Christian is what, come on. What, what no, seriously, what what are you paying taxes? See, this is something I'm fascinated by because we hear all kinds of crap about how high uh, ridiculous high tax rates you people have. You people. Um, that's a good question. I, I should have pulled my I should have pulled my taxes up. I have them over here if you want me to grab them. Um, I don't actually know how much I spend, but usually, like again, like percentage is weird. But uh, um, usually, usually at the end of the year, I get money back from the government as opposed right. to spending more. I don't know if that makes sense. Pump. No, it. It does. Okay. Because you file your taxes and then they tell you whether you owe them money or they owe you money. We but, have the same process, yes. Okay, okay. We're on the same page here. I don't know a lot about it. I usually get some person to do my taxes. <laughs> I don't do them myself. Ah, um, you, you're a funny man, sir. I know. I'm so ill-informed. Like, I mean, I just recently, like, I'm so green like I ha- I like a year ago I found do you not my own, your dentist. own finances. You can be honest. Oh, I do. I do. I just don't I just go to H&R Block to do my taxes. Oh man. Hey man, H&R Block, you're friendly. H&R Block is awful. Mm, okay. They're aw- they're awful. Well, I, I mean, I don't know what it's like in Canada, but man. They're... I I have a family friend that works at H&R Block that helps us with our taxes. I understand a lot of people, even in Canada, have an issue with H&R Block, and I think it's just the people that work there and the people you know. Um, All right. I'm sure I could do my taxes myself, and maybe that might be a good experiment for the show. We'll see. <laughs> Watch Ryan do his taxes. I'm just trying to think of live streaming options and I'm Ryan sure doing it'll his be taxes. Riveting. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, we went through something similar. So you you are currently – Canada is currently in debt. Yes. Every country has got a debt. Okay. See, good information. I hear often that every other country is bad and in some cases far worse off than we are. Um, I don't know if that part is true. But it is is somewhat edifying to hear that everybody's more or less in the same boat as we are except China. Yeah. But then again (laughs) – I, think, I don't know that I want to be in China. I think the difference between your country's problem and my country's problem is that um, when you compare the numbers, we sort of have the same we, – we have l- less money coming in than we actually owe. So it will take us longer to get out of debt with all these cuts. Um, sure. But uh, I don't – I think the whole like deficit, getting rid of the deficit – is more a plan to keep our country prosperous where we don't fall into another recession. Okay. Whereas yours sort of seems like you're cutting it to the line and there could – there's a very strong possibility that there could be a recession uh, based on just like the way the country's moving. Because as far as I know, you guys don't have any big wars planned, right? Like you're all good. <laughs> planned um no we don't have any wars planned like you know the you know, the white house tells me everything so you know we're but then again we're trying to brew something up in iran and you know korea has been acting up so who's to say what happens this year you know what i'd just like to see for the next couple of years to try and get out of your debt america just says you guys just handle it yourselves i'm just gonna like do we do, can't do that well i guess you can't you kind of learned your lesson in world war ii <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't laugh. That was awful. It's been long enough, right? 
Oh, it, God. What? For for so, World War II? Like, World War II, you guys sort of stood back from World War II, and then they attacked Pearl Harbor. And that's yes. why you joined. That's that's the reference yes, I was that making. that was the... That's correct. Can that's, we edit out uh, that, that laugh w- at the end? Like, uh, no. Oh, damn it. That was the impetus for us entering the war at all. You know, which, yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. So don't uh, do that, because you don't want another but, Pearl Harbor. You know what's funny is that people often reference... I mean, you've seen this in video games all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we have... The, that's the only war in a while where... The majority of, I mean, I don't know of any person alive that thinks that was an unjustified thing. Well, I guess I can't say that. There are plenty of people who think that war is unjustified. But you know what I mean. We People felt morally justified in going into that war. So it's often referenced as like a very good versus evil mentality. Even though every single war since then is framed in the exact same way. Except the only difference is it's not true. Hmm. So, so you're Vietnam saying the war, last great war was World War II? I don't – well, I don't know about the last great war. I, the war is awful. But he, 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 at the very least, Hitler was evil and hmm. what he was doing was evil. Now, oh, I'm not yeah. saying that you know Vietnam has it all together or Iraq or any of the other countries we've invaded since then. But – there was a very clear line. You know what I mean? There was a very clear, okay, this guy is obviously bad and these people are horrible. Right. Versus the world, right? And you can't, I can't justifiably say that about pretty much any other thing we've encountered since then. I would agree. Um, I mean, uh, well, then but again. But you don't count. I don't Come know. Come on, I Canada. Don't... What, okay, what are you going to do? Hey, we were part of World War II before you got – actually, it's funny. One of my favorite portions of, of high school was history and one of the greatest stories our teacher told us was um, back in, in, in history, there is documented stuff where like Canadians and British on the front line um, in 19 – I don't remember whether it was World War One or Two, but it was like a couple years into the war and the Americans started arriving at the front line and they were being all, yeah, let's shoot some stuff. We're going to kill some Nazis and we're going to be <laughs> awesome because we're the states. And the Canadians and British are like, oh my god, shut up. You're going to get us killed. I'm just going to – I just can't wait for shore leave because I do not want to be here when these loudmouths get a shot. And that is like in the history books. You guys are known as loudmouths. So I'm sorry, but it's just. Uh, but you know, what, you know what I mean. Like, it's I just know exactly what you mean. Getting in there and and talking smack. I hey, I'm I not. I can't remember the I, point I was making, but I ain't I ain't talking smack, yo. I, it's, I, not, it's not happening. Yeah, war, war, war never changes. What is it good for? <laughs> oh, okay. I will also accept that one. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll figure out what the freak happens. So you know, we may be going into 2013, assuming that we're you know the world's not over and and you know on the 21st, assuming we go into 2013. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna have some, a lot of stuff to talk about, mostly financial stuff. Yeah. Actually, I'm, we're not gonna talk about financial stuff all the time. That's the lame. No, yeah, th- this is interesting because it's relevant, and this show will be posted before the 31st. So yes, it will. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, I think that that's going to wrap it up. That's our coverage of the fiscal cliff, ladies and gentlemen. Canada apparently doesn't have any problems. Oh, uh, we got problems, just not a cliff. 
<laughs> maybe like it's a more of a crevasse or uh, I'm trying to think of a Canadian specific. <laughs> I can't pull. It's you know it's kind of like a melting hockey rink. We'll say I guess I don't know. Wow, it's not a huge issue. It'll get cold eventually again. But... Sorry, I I won't put you on the spot ever again. Oh man, come on, it wasn't that bad? <laughs> All right, if you have anything to talk about on the fiscal cliff matter, we have a website sleepingwiththeelephant.com and even better yet, we have an email associated with that website info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com You can follow, you know, me as the unhappy American at the (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gonna confuse everybody. You can follow the lazy American at the lazy elephant on the tweeter Mm-hmm. And where can the good people find your Canadian persona, Ryan? Uh, if you want to send Canadian hate mail, you can send it to <laughs> at Unhappy Beaver on Twitter. Okay. See, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We give us your feedback. We're open to hear from everybody. We love them five-star reviews. You give us five stars. We'll mention you when we're wrapping up the show. And, yeah, you can find me at An Hour of Sleep and uh, a bunch of other crap. Yeah, just follow me. You can follow, I guess, my real Twitter account, which is Peace Wickard. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that would be a good thing to put in there somewhere. Yeah. And you'll find out pretty much what I'm up to. Ryan, where can the good people find you? I'm pretty sure if uh, – I guess that's a good point. Like if you just follow me on my real account on the Twitters, uh, R. Murphy, um, you'll get a sense of what I do on the internet as, uh, outside of this wonderful show. All right. Well, good for you. And thanks, everyone. Yeah. Good night. That should be our theme song. <laughs> Just us singing.